Welcome to the CHL Top 10 Show presented by Kia. I'm Scott Van Kunit, and this week I talked to one of the most prolific defenders in the CHL and the longest current active point streak holder from the QMJHL. First, LA Kings defenseman Brant Clark tells us about being sent back to the OHL, his relationship to Drew Doughty, and what it's like being mentioned in NHL trade chatter and breaking a 25-year-old Colts franchise record. Then, Seattle Kraken prospect Jacob Melanson tells us about going to a contender in Sherbrooke, why he's had so much success, and what the Phoenix need to do in order to have a long playoff run. When I first met the 8th overall pick from the 2021 NHL draft, Brant Clark, his then minor midget coach from the Don Mills Flyers, Mark Slauson, described him not as a defenseman, but an offenseman. Four years later, having made stops in the NHL, AHL, and World Juniors, Clark is reaching new heights with his Barry Colts, scoring 12 goals and 39 points in just 22 games so far. Here's Brant Clark. My first guest today has been racking up the frequent flyer miles this season, starting with the LA Kings, then the Ontario Reign and Team Canada, and now back with one of the hottest teams in the OHL, riding a four-game win streak. It's Barry Colts captain, Brant Clark. Brant, how are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for thanks for having me on here. Uh, really excited to talk to you. Um, you know, it's... Uh, it's nice seeing you back in, in the OHL, but you've been back for 22 games. I know, obviously, everybody wants to be in the NHL, and the end goal is to to be there. But how has it been uh, being back in Barrie this year? It's been nice. You know, I'm I'm happy to be with my friends again. You know, I didn't really get, uh, get to finish off the season last year. I got injured and got flown out to L.A. to have surgery and everything. So I never really got to say goodbye to anybody or anything like that. So I thought I was just going to not see most of those guys ever again. But I got to come back here to a strong group, to a really talented group and uh, join them for the playoff run and try to and be a big contributor on the back end. So it's, uh, it's been fun. I'm yeah, I'm really close friends with all these guys on this team and uh, we have a really strong core in that, uh, in that locker room. So I'm, uh, I'm happy to be a part of it and I'm looking forward to what the next couple of months hold here. Well, we'll get into more about the Colts in, in, uh, in a couple of minutes, but I, I just want to, you know, we'll start with the Kings and, and maybe maybe being sent down. At what point did you find out that they were going to send you back to Barry? I actually didn't really know all the way throughout the World Juniors. I kind of figured out like January sixth, like gold medal game was January fifth. Uh, we were kind of flying back to our places January sixth, and I got a call from Rob saying <laughs> asking me if I could like reroute my flights back to Ottawa. So I went back to Ottawa for a couple of days, still kind of in the dark. Doesn't didn't know if I was going to go back to LA, back to Barry or whatever it was. But then he called me, kind of told me what their thought process was, told me that uh, he thinks it's good for me to go back to Barry, be a big contributor on this team and uh, and join them again next year. And, you know, I understood that he was, um, he's really thorough with me and he's, he's, uh, he's a great person. And so I, you know, I respect his decision 100%. Uh, I think they didn't tell me before. They didn't really want me to, my mind to like kind of di- di- differ from the world juniors. They wanted all my attention on that. They didn't really, want me to think about where I'm going after they just want me to have all my attention on you know winning the gold with Canada and that's that's what we did so yeah I appreciate all everything the Kings did for me the three months I was with them uh yeah I, I you know I treasured those moments they were really special and uh I made a lot of friends on that team I still text a lot of those guys all all the time so yeah I'm really looking forward to getting back with them in September and uh, you know that's where I want to be for the next uh you know, like 15 years or so so I'm yeah I'm really happy to be part of that organization organization is it an easier pill to swallow when it's coming from a guy like Rob Blake, who's who's done it all at the NHL level? 
I think it's an easier pull to swallow because I think the whole staff top to bottom was, you know, still supports me. I still get texts from the D coach Trent Yanni all the time. I still, they, you know, they're still watching over me. They're still caring about how I'm doing. They still know that I'm, they want me to be a big piece of their future. And that makes me feel really good. So, you know, I, I have my full faith in them. I, that whatever they think is best for my development, best to put uh, what put me in the best situation to succeed over the next decade. Uh, you know, I'm going to listen to them hundred percent and, uh, they haven't, you know, done me wrong in any way up to now. So why would I, I never thought uh, to not trust what they, what they say. So that's kind of what I did. And like I said, I'm happy to be back with my friends here in Barrie, happy to be on a championship run here and uh, going to do what I can, you know, but as soon as the season's over, my mind switches back to being an LA King next, next September. And that's the move. Really looking forward to that. Well, we're, we're coming up on the NHL trade deadline and, and, you know, there's been a flurry of activity already. Um, I know you're probably watching all the news. Is it a little bit nerve wracking for, for a high end prospect like you, or have you talked to the team and and they said, don't worry about it. Like you're not going anywhere. Uh, you know, just, just focus on your game right now. Um, it's, I think I'm in a pretty funny situation to be honest with you. I was, I was, <laughs> um, there was a lot of rumblings around me being traded and uh, I, I didn't hear anything on the contrary from that. So I was for like a good three hours or so there. I thought I was, I thought I was dealt. And, you know, I, I, I wasn't, I don't want to say I was happy or sad. I was kind of just answering texts and telling my parents what I think was going on. And, but uh, you know, I, I wanted to be an LA King. And then, then if I was just kind of listening to what they were saying and, I wasn't really getting any input from either side. I was kind of in the dark a little bit, but then, uh, yeah, Rob reached out again and kind of cleared the air. He's like, you know, people are going to talk, people are going to say stuff online, but you know, where we want you here, we want you in LA, you're going to be a King for a long time. And so don't, you know, people may say stuff online, but you're going to be, uh, you're going to be with us for a long time. And that made me feel really good. So yeah, they did reach out. And like I said, I think I wasn't a, uh, really, you know, kind of, interesting situation there you know I, I yeah it was, I was it was a hot topic for a bit uh, especially in the hockey world but uh you know I was really grateful that they reached out to me cleared the air and made me feel you know even more welcome than I already was so like I said I have the utmost praise for the whole Kings organization top to bottom they have made me feel so good since the moment I've been in LA Kings so it's uh yeah it's really special to be a part of that organization well, it must put your mind at ease knowing that, you know, you don't have to worry about that. You can, you know, just focus on becoming a better hockey player. Um, speaking of becoming a better hockey player, how much did you improve getting just to to practice alongside, play alongside a guy like Drew Doughty for, for the time that you were up in L.A.? Um, A lot, a lot, of course. You know, you just, you know, you're uh... – your eyes light up when you see him, especially being a young defenseman like I am. You know, I, the, the first thing I wanted, as soon as I became an LA King, I wanted to be on the ice with Drew Doughty. I wanted to see him just in practice. I wanted to see him in the locker room. And, you know, I, I, I can say that, like, I'm, like, friends with him now. He still, he still texts me a lot. We still joke around. You know, he gives it to me sometimes, but in, like, the best way. And, you know, I like to pick his brain. He's uh, He really knows how to, like, have a good time and make the room feel light when it's the time to do that. And he really knows how to dial it in be the most focused guy and ready to go when, when it's game time. And then he logs a lot of minutes and he does it so well. And it's, it's really something to marvel at, you know, it's, he's done that for what, 13, 14 years now, won multiple cups, won a Norris trophy. It's kind of, kind of remarkable the kind of career he's had and the fact he takes it all in stride and just, you know, wants to get better, still not really satisfied with anything. He still wants to be the best player on the ice every time he's out there. And it's, it's pretty special. And it's definitely something I can look at to be like, 
that's you know that's what I want to do. I want to hopefully fill his his shoes and do some be at least half the player he can be because he's 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 been amazing for so long. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's really cool to you know know see him on the ice, be you know be skating alongside him, but also just know him personally and know the wisdom he gives me and also the the you know the jokes he, he gives around time to time. He's he's been uh, been a big help for me, and I'm I'm grateful for him for sure. What would be your your biggest takeaway from from Drew from your you know few months up there? Um, I think it's just just the preparation. You know, like I said, he's you know it, it, it it's very rare you see someone that can just flip the switch the way he does, and he's just you know he, he will be like you know morning skating stuff like that. He's kind of relaxed. He's kind of saving his energy, and you know he's joking around when we're playing soccer pregame and stuff like that. But somehow you know as soon as you know, his gears on, he's just, uh, he's just like a soldier pretty much. It's pretty remarkable. And, uh, I, I sometimes try to like, I ask him after, I'm like, how do you, how do you do that? He's just, I don't, he's just, that's just the way he's built though. And it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. And, uh, yeah, I try to, I like just stuff that he's taught me, stuff that Edler's taught me, just all the Kopitar, all those guys, I try to bring it back to these guys and this team, you know, that I know that there's times to, you know, we want to, we want to have a great locker and we want to have and enjoy ourselves and everyone happy at the rink, but there's also a time that we need to settle in. We need to get the two points. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's that, you know, that's why though that core has won two cups and been so successful. And that's just what, uh, that's kind of what I see now. And I know how, what it's going to take to do stuff like that in the future. Yeah. So how has your, your leadership, uh, role changed? Um, you know, obviously you were captain last year as well, but when you come back and, and you've seen what those guys do, how have you changed how you are in your, in your locker room and Barry? Um, you know, I just, I, I feel like I didn't, I was kind of just trying to figure it out alongside everyone last year. I was, I was kind of learning the ropes. I was kind of, you know, being, you know, being the captain, but being still like a middle-aged guy, I, st- I was still, try- still trying to like figure it out from the older guys and stuff like that. But I was still trying, it was I didn't really sometimes not know what to say to the younger guys. They'd ask me stuff and I, you know, I, sometimes I wouldn't really know what to say, but just being around those guys, the wisdom they give off, you know, even like even the staff in LA, Luke Robitaille is always walking around, you know, you can ask him whatever, you know, he's one of the most talkative guys in the building every time he's there. So just, just the stuff like that, just stuff that, you know, anything I'm curious about, I've, there's so many options that have done so much in the hockey world that I, I, I could go to. And, uh, you know, that's so it's definitely checked off a lot of things that I was, you know, curious about or worried about or anything like that. And now I can give that wisdom to the younger guys here. And I think they're appreciative of that, too. So I think that's what that's the kind of leadership that I've brought since I've been back here. And I think the like, like I said, I think the guys are grateful for that. And I'm you know, I'm really appreciative that I, I could I can do that for them. What did uh, what did Drew? What was his kind of message to you when when you got sent back and he found out, or or you know when you found out, like when the first time you guys chatted back and forth after that? Yeah, he, he called me a couple of days after it. Actually, he they were on the road at the time, but he called me a couple of days after, and he was, uh, you know, he was saying he didn't expect that. Honestly, he thought it, he thought I was there for the year. I thought from all the things accounts that I was there for the year, but you know, he said just do your thing. You know, he's like, uh, um. He, he said, you've obviously learned a lot while you're out here. You know, you can give, like he also said, kind of why I said, you can help the younger guys that are around there and you're going to be back here soon and you're going to be back here for a while. And, but uh, for the time being, go dominate, go do your thing and uh, go enjoy yourself. And, you know, he said junior hockey's the most fun time he had in his career. And he said, just go for three more months, go do that and enjoy it. Have a good summer and be back here with us uh, in the lineup next year. And I said, you know, and I, I agreed with him. So that's where my head's at. I'm just going to, I'm not going to take this as a negative. I'm going to take this as a positive, you know, 
go play, log a lot of minutes on this blue line, help the team out, go on a playoff run and see where it takes us. And then, uh, then be an LA King uh, in the 2023-2024 season. And obviously you got a chance to represent Canada at the World Juniors. Um, you know, you've, you've played at the U18s and you, and you won gold there, but what was it like out in Halifax for you getting to, uh, you know, especially getting to play with, with two of your good friends in, in Shane Wright and Brennan Off and a couple of former minor midget teammates being out there all together for that? It was really special, you know, uh, just that whole environment, the, the whole, we were, uh, we were really thankful for the whole maritime crowd. They were, they obviously wanted something like that for so long and, you know, they really showed it, you know, right through the pre-tournament games, even the U sport games, they were packing the building, the pre-tournament games in Moncton, they were packing the building, just being so loud, you know, they all had signs, they all had flags. It was, it was really cool. And then into Halifax, it's almost like something I never, never really experienced. Like, you know, I, I obviously had a couple of NHL games, but just the passion the crowd had the involvement, you know, that U S game, the gold medal game, they were just, it was the building would like shake when we scored. It was, it was nothing. It was not something like I've never been a part of in my life. And yeah, it was just, yeah, that was something that I'll definitely uh, remember for the rest of my, rest of my life really. And one of the most uh, memorable hockey moments I'll ever have. And uh, yeah, just to do it alongside two of my buddies and Shane and Brennan guys that I've done so much with guys that I'm going to be best friends with for the rest of my life. It's, it was really special to do that with them, but uh, uh, not just them, you know, I feel like I grew, my relationship grew with everyone on that team. I'm still tight with everyone on that team. We had such a good, uh, a uh, coherent group in the locker room and we were all really tight. And uh, I think that's what pro propelled us to gold. You know, even you look at uh, us going in the locker room two two in the gold medal game, you know, we were just uh, the belief in each other is, I think is what pushed us over the top, you know, knowing that the guy down the bench is going to do his job if you do your job. And uh, I think that's why we, uh, we came out on top and that's, like I said, it's going to be, it's something that I'm going to remember for a really long time. And uh, yeah, just really grateful for th that whole experience. Speaking of Shane, obviously you guys are in similar situations this year, uh, kind of in and out of the lineup and, and both coming back to the OHL. How often did you guys talk throughout the year and just, you know, kind of relate to each other? A lot. I think, you know, I feel like he actually was in, in Barrie a couple, maybe a month ago now. We went out for dinner the night before we played uh, played here. And then we talked after the game too, you know, just what it was like to uh, adjusting back to OHL, you know, being back with the younger guys, you know, he's, uh, he's in a whole new air. He was, he's in a whole new team too. So he had to adjust to that as well. But, uh, you know, he's like, we kind of had the same mindset, you know, that uh, we kind of talked like, we're going to do this. We're going to help our teams out as much as we can. We're going to be the best players we can be. And then when it's, when, you know, when summertime comes, our, our minds are focused back on being NHL players again, because, you know, that's the life we want to live. That's the, you know, that's where we want to be for, you know, that's the drive we both have to, to succeed. So I think uh, we both are in the same mindset right now and we're both not taking this as a negative and uh, we're both uh, just going to do the best we can for as long as this season goes on. And then uh, we're going to come into camp ready to go. Well, since you've been back with the Colts, you guys have been on fire. You're, you're 15, five and two since you rejoined the team. You know, you've got 12 goals and 39 points in just 22 games, which is, you know, kind of ridiculous. Um, you're shooting a lot more too this year. So how have how have you changed or what has been like maybe the biggest adjustment for you coming back from uh, NHL and AHL and, and World Juniors to, to the OHL level? Um, I don't know. I feel like my confidence is is really high, not in like a egotistical way, but just in a belief way that uh, I feel like I, you know, I, I 
was playing against the top players in the world in the NHL and I was holding my own. You know, I was making still making good plays, still making good breakout passes, still getting shots through from the point. And so that uh, you know, realizing that I could do that was it was like an eye opener to me that uh, you know, this is definitely I I you know, I I can I belong here, I can fit in here and I'm I'm ready to go. And so I, you know, knowing that I, I did that there, knowing that I I played well in Ontario with uh with the rain. I felt, uh, yeah, that that boosted my confidence even more. And then coming back here, you know, I just uh, I didn't want to take a step in the wrong direction. You know, it's obviously not the not the competition of the NHL, but I didn't want to lower my my play. You know, I wanted to play like I was playing there. I wanted to play with the with the confidence that I was playing there with. And uh, so, you know, I didn't I didn't want to go take a step back or anything like that. Like that's the one thing, you know, Rob. You know, Trent, um, Todd all told me when I got set back is, you know, we don't want you taking any steps back. We want you to be good 200 foot player. We want you to produce and we want you to um, like pretty much. Yeah, like not take a step back and just keep progressing. And that's what I think I've been doing. And I'm really proud that that I've been a contributor so far. And but, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a step more up when we get to the playoff time. And that's that's what I'm excited for. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not I'm going to do what I can to just keep uh, keep progressing and keep uh, doing what I do. 11 goals last year, 12 goals already this year. You know, you're you're top 10 in, in goals already for defensemen. And you've played about 30 less games than almost everybody else. Uh, did did coach Marty Williamson say, hey, I want to see you shooting more this year? Uh, I, I don't know if he, we, we ever had that particular conversation. I think he just, you know, he said, you know, we 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 need you to be a big, uh, big contributor here. We need you to funnel pucks to the net. We need you to you know, be the fourth wave pretty much, you know, be the fourth guy joining the rush and, you know, we, you know, you just have the belief in yourself that, uh, you know, you, you're not going to turn it over, you know, just stuff like that. And I don't, I don't know, really, he, we never really discussed getting more goals or anything like that. It was kind of just play the way I play and final pucks of the net, something that they've just gone through and they've gone in and, you know, it's, I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm happy to be producing, but, uh, I never, I don't, I don't say I'm forcing anything by, by any means. I just think it letting it come to me and picking my spots when it's there. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to <laughs> already surpass my goal total of me last year. That's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I don't think I'm forcing it. I'm just doing, letting it come to me and picking the corners when, when they're there. Well, the bounces are obviously going your way, uh, you know, including on uh, January 29th in, in Saginaw when, when you scored your first career hat trick, I know two of them were, we're 200 foot empty netters, but you know, it's still a, still a hat trick and, and four points in the final 10 minutes of the game. Uh, you know, just kind of take me through that game and, and what it was like to, to score a hat trick. Yeah, that, that was, um that was a funny game because we, uh, it was the final game of three and three. It was a long road trip. We were all the way in Saginaw. We hit Kitchener then we hit Flint and we were in Saginaw. I actually had my teeth knocked out in Kitchener. So it was a kind of a rough weekend. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, was, I had the bubble on and everything. And, uh, Obviously, you could see the tired legs in our in our team. The first two periods, we were down one nothing after two. We, we were getting outshot like thirty to fourteen or something like that. It was not, yeah, definitely not our best performance. But you know, we were in the locker room saying like, "Hey, we came all the way out here. We did all this. You know, let's let's tr- let's just find it." We had four days or something after that. I said, "Let's." We were. I was talking in the dressing room. Our leadership group was talking in the dressing room. We said, "Let's just find it." You know, we 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 got a lot more to give and. um and we got a long trip after this to, to recover. So let's let's go for these 20 minutes and just play the best best hockey we can play. And uh yeah, I I I I started us off with a goal and then uh and then Brasco got us a late one on the power play. And then I 
I buried a, a couple long ice empty netters, but uh, yeah, that was a good game for us. I think that was a big confidence booster for our team, knowing that even when we were down, even when we were tired, we could still have the will in that dressing room and the belief in each other that we could pull it off. And uh, yeah, I think that was uh, definitely a stepping stone in our season that uh, we realized, you know, Saginaw is a strong team. And, you know, even if when we're not, we don't have our best, we can, uh, we can recoup, we can, uh, you know, just take a deep breath and uh, get back to our style. And that's what we did. And uh, yeah, I think that was a, that was a really big game for us. Yeah. How big is it for some of the other guys in the room that, you know, have been there all year and, and just seeing, you know, the impact that uh, and the confidence that you bring to the roster and, you know, things are different now uh, with the Colts. I think it means a lot to them. I think uh, they appreciate, you know, just the, the style that I'm playing, the production that I'm bringing, bringing to the team. I think they, you know, they, uh, I don't know if they, what they were expecting to be honest with you. I never really asked them or anything like that, but I think they knew I was going to be a big contributor like that. And they put a lot of weight and belief in me. And uh, um, I, I don't feel like I've left, let them down yet at any point in the season. And I'm, I'm happy about that. And I don't want to let them down. I want them to have the most trust in me because I have the most trust in my teammates, whether it's the first line guys or the fourth line guys, you know, bearing down, getting pucks out and shutting down their top players. And so uh, I have belief in them. They have belief in me. And uh, I think that's why we're such a good group. I think that's why we're on such a good run right now. And, uh, you know, we're heating up at the right time. You know, this is when you want to be, this is when you want to hit your peak uh, rolling into the playoffs. And this is, uh, that's what we're doing. So I'm pretty, I'm, like I said, I'm pretty happy to be part of this, this club right now. Last weekend was a big weekend for you guys. You break the franchise record for points by defenseman with your 135th uh, career point. Um, you know, what does that mean to you? It means a lot. It's uh, It was really special. You know, it was uh, some that the day I was drafted as a rookie, you know, they have the banners up and uh, I'm looking at it right now. Actually, they have the banners up in our rank. Uh, that's, you know, the all-time point leader, all-time wins for goalie, all-time um points for 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 a season and all-time points for a defenseman and I you know I said you know hopefully I'm I'm up there one day you know it's that's the kind of jolt that I want to have I've said it kind of jokingly at the time just hopefully hopefully I pull that off and now to to hold that title as for this organization's uh really special you know I'm so happy to be Bear Colts I didn't, wouldn't want to do this anywhere else and uh uh, yeah, so just to be just to be that title holder for this for this organization is uh, something I'm pretty proud of. Something that's uh, hope you know I'm gonna carry with me for a long time. And you know I'm like I said I not wouldn't rather do this anywhere else. I'm really happy to be a part of this team. I'm really ha happy to be part uh, should be teammates with everyone here. And you know they all like flooded over the bench when I I did it too. They all kind of rolled on the ice, which was a really special moment for me. And uh, it's just it means a lot that they care so much about, uh, you know, my personal success. And if any one of them did it too, I'd, I'd be the first one to hop over the boards too. You know, I, I want to see them succeed as well. So it's uh, yeah, like I said, it's just the, the strong uh, group we have in the locker room and uh, without them, I definitely wouldn't be able to accomplish anything like this. And, and your coach, Marty Williamson breaks the record for most wins uh, in franchise history, passing uh, the late Dale Howarchuk. What did you say to him when the buzzer sounded there? I saw you, you reached over and shook his hand. Yeah, I told him I want to be the first one to congratulate him. I actually went over like 20 seconds left in the game and he was kind of laughing about that. But uh, yeah, I walked over to him. I said, you know, you you deserve this. This is uh, he's he's such he's such a great coach. He's such a great person. You know, it's just uh, for him to hold that title now. You know, obviously, D Dale's one of his great friends and, you know, Dale's obviously going to be in our hearts forever. But, you know, the for Marty to hold that title alongside with Dale, you know, they're both so monumental to this organization. It's, uh, you know, it means a lot to have both of them so high up. 300 plus wins for the both of them. It's really, it's really cool that they, they could uh, do so much for this organization. So 
uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's that was a really cool moment just to see him uh, him accomplish that. And he's putting so much work with uh, with this organization and um, so many guys that have come through here still. You know, sometimes we have guys like Kyle Clifford, Kyle Clifford and uh, Rich Clune have come back here. They used to coach. Uh, he was coached. They were coached by him in their first tenure. And they just say how much how impactful he was on their career. And I, I would say the same, how impactful he's been on my career. So, yeah, it was a really special moment for him. And I'm uh, really happy uh, he got to, he got to do that with us. Well, let's uh, shift gears a little bit. Uh, your brother, Graham, he got, uh, you know, he got called up. Uh, today is Wednesday, so he got called up on Tuesday. Um, hopefully making his NHL debut tonight, maybe uh, Wednesday night. I don't, you might know more, but... Uh, what what did you say to him when uh, when you called? I'm assuming you called him. Uh, he actually texted me the day before. It wasn't announced till the Tuesday, but he he got the call up to drive down there Monday, and he he called me on his road trip, and he told me, and I was, you know, I was I was I was really happy for him. It was you know he deserves it. He absolutely deserves it. He's been killing it this year. He's been he's the hardest worker in the summer. He's he's been you know it's really ha- I'm really happy to see him finally coming along and. You know, he's he's producing every night. You see he's almost scoring almost almost every night. It's pretty it's pretty remarkable down there. So yeah, he definitely deserves it. And I yeah, I, I was just so happy for him when I got that call. And uh yeah, just to see and just to see the outpour of support he got online too. People saying that he deserves it. I'm like, yeah, he does he does. He definitely does. So that was that was really cool. And uh I'm not actually sure if he's making his debut tonight. You know, there's uh he might just be I, he's on the road trip with them. They have they're on a three-game road trip, so I'm not sure if he's gonna be in tonight or in Vegas on uh on Friday, but, uh, whichever I'll be, I'll be watching all the games for sure. And, uh, it's, yeah, like I said, it's just a really cool moment and he absolutely deserves it. And, uh, I'm happy that he gets to be, you know, practice alongside them, be on that plane, be in that locker room. Cause, uh, you know, I think he's going to be there for a really long time. So it's good to know that he's, uh, he's starting to make those connections now. And, uh, parents, are they going to make the, the trip to, to kind of follow and hopefully see it? Or are they, uh, they tied up at home? Uh, no, that once they get their confirmation that he's in the lineup, they they've already said he's they're going, and hope hopefully I, I can go. You know, if if it's if it's past this weekend, I'll I'll try to make it out for a Monday or something like that. But uh, they're definitely they'll definitely be in, in in attendance for sure. At the end of this month, you know, it's March, so the end of this month it means it's uh, we're getting close to OHL Cup time. Um, you know, for maybe the people that that are watching or listening this. Uh, Tell them about the OHL Cup, the 2019 OHL Cup. Well, your your memories of that when you when it gets to this time of year. Yeah, it's it's the biggest tournament uh, for minor midget. It's the biggest tournament for minor hockey, pretty much. It's the culmination of minor hockey. It's uh, it's something we were all looking forward to at the end of the season. You know, it's all the top teams from Ontario and some from the states. You know, all 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 jumbled together in Toronto, and uh, it's a big tournament. We were we were, we were I guess the favorites coming in. We had a very strong. Uh, minor midget team but uh yeah the, the barns are filled and everything we were it felt uh it was really cool for all of us uh but yeah it was it was a good tournament we we had a strong group uh we and we ended up making it to the finals and that was at uh maple leaf gardens and that was, that was cool to play there i'd never been there before actually so that was cool to go there and then uh and that was an interesting game we went down 4-1 in the second period you could see the 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 faces in the crowd who were pretty disheartened they were you know on our side they were uh they were pretty upset I, I don't know I, I I believed all along we were going to pull it off I think everyone on that bench believed we were going to pull it off and uh that's exactly what we did we had a we had a resilient group and we had a we had a group that um you know there was a reason we we were pretty much undefeated all year because you know it's we didn't give up on each other and the same that night we didn't give up on each other we made it 4-3 going into the going into the third and we tied it 4-4 
they eventually made it 5-4 with like six minutes left or so. And then we tied it up uh, 5-5 with like three minutes left. So it was, it was a pretty wild game, to be honest with you. And then, uh, and then me, Shane, and Othman, uh, me, Shane, and Brennan all connected uh, on the OT winner. I kind of flicked it up to Shane. He went in on two-on-one with Brennan. And uh, then Brennan went posting in to, to seal the deal. So it was, it was a really cool moment. You know, we all flooded on the ice. The just yeah, like I said, it was at Maple Leaf Gardens. It was a really special moment, and uh, just to do it with that team, I I still have a lot of friends on that team. You know, I played uh, I played on that team for three years, the Don Mills team. I I'm so happy I got to be a part of that group, and uh, yeah, I don't know, it was really special. It was definitely the best minor hockey moment of my life, and uh, definitely one of the greatest hockey moments of my life still to this day. So it was uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun for these kids going up into this tournament. It's definitely a definitely something that lives up to the hype, you know, so it's, it's going to be cool for them. You guys, like you obviously knew you guys had a good team and you knew that uh, a lot of you'd be drafted into the OHL. Did you at the time have an inkling that, you know, as, as we are today, there are seven of you that are, you know, have rights held by NHL teams. Like that's, that's pretty wild. It is. Um, It is pretty wild, but uh, I don't know. I feel like, I, we can all credit credit our success to that Don Mills team. You know, I feel like we we had a lot of pressure on us. We were all really t- high end players, but we learned how to like uh, you know be coherent. You know, not be uh, be grounded. You know, uh, still be selfless teammates and still uh, put the team first and everything like that. So you know, you can have all the talent in the world, but if you're not a good teammate, it doesn't doesn't won't really get you anywhere. Uh, if you sell, yeah, if you're selfish, it won't really get you anywhere. And we kind of learned that, you know, if we're going to do this, we have to really be gelled and that every single night for 85 games or whatever it was, we were, we were the, the, the tight knit group and we didn't, we never wavered. And, uh, we, yeah, I think if you ask any of those guys, uh, if to credit their success to, to something, they don't, I think they'd all say tie it back to Don Mills and just know how, you know, you got to believe in each other. You got to believe in your teammates because, you know, you can't do it without them. You can, like I said, you could have all the talent in the world, but if you're, if you're on a crappy team or if you're on a team that's not uh, gelled very well, it's not going to get you very far. So I think that's, that's something that's, we all take away from that. One of your goalies on that Don Mills teams is your current goalie in Barry, uh, Anson Thornton. Uh, did he look a little bit different when, when you came back to Barry this year? I know he wasn't on the team last year, but uh I'm pretty sure he was about 5'10", 135 pounds when you played with him in Don Mills, and he's a little bit bigger than that now. Yeah, we joke about that sometimes. Yeah, I remember him being like kind of 5'10", kind of a smaller guy, but now he's filled out. He's like 6'4 now. He's towered over me. It's it's pretty it's pretty funny, but uh, yeah, I, I, that was pretty uh pretty quick spurt for him. But uh, you know now he has now he has right he like he's signed with Arizona. He's just he's been doing a lot of good things in his career and. Uh, so yeah, it's it's pretty special to be back with him. Me and him are really good friends, and I'm happy to be on uh, on this team with him. Happy to, to be going on this run with him. We have the utmost faith in him back there, holding it down for us. So yeah, it's it's really special that we got to be back together, and uh, I'm really happy that we have such a talented goaltender uh, backing us up. Well, you got 11 games left in the regular season. What do the Barry Colts need to do in these final 11 games to be ready for that uh, hopefully long playoff run? I think we just need to clean up. Uh, you know, our overall play, I think it's, we, you know, we, we have been playing really well, but uh, you know, we've dropped a couple games to North Bay and uh, Ottawa and Kitchener, you know, these top teams that, you know, we, we want to show that, Hey, when we, we can beat these top teams and we haven't really kind of, we've, we've definitely, you know, shown up for all the games against teams kind of below us in the standings and games that I guess we should have should win, but we haven't beaten the 
the top teams yet. So uh, I don't think we line up against North Bay again, but we play Ottawa, we play London. I think those are the games we're going to, we're going to make a statement and be like, Hey, we're, we're a team not to mess with, you know, we're a team that's just going to make a lot of noise in this playoff. So I think those games we got circled on our calendar that uh, we want to, we want to bring our best. And uh, I don't know. I feel like just our overall play can, can definitely pick it, pick it up a little bit. You know, we, we're still doing uh we're still, we're producing a lot, but sometimes, uh, you know, these last couple games have been really good for us. We've let up like under 20 shots in three games in a row. So we're taking steps in the right direction, but still just shutting guys down before they even get in the zone, making them dump pucks in more. So we, we have the puck on our stick more. I think that's with the speed that we have on our team, with the skill we have on our team, that's what we want. So it's, it's coming along definitely. And uh, we're, like I said, we're peaking at the right time. So this is all, uh, it's all going right. But uh, you know, those big games against the top teams are going to be big for us and just, uh, just overall cleaning up our play and uh, just being smoother on breakouts and uh, winning more battles. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be big for us. And, but uh, I have the utmost faith that, uh, you know, when, when the playoffs roll around, we're going to be, we're going to be ready to go. Awesome. Brant, uh, thank you for doing this. Uh, I'm going to let you go. It took up enough of your time today. Good luck this weekend. Hopefully the, uh, you guys can uh, keep pushing this win streak and, and keep climbing in the, in the CHL top 10 rankings uh, on your way to a long playoff run. I appreciate that. Thank you. Selected in the fifth round of the 2021 NHL draft, Jacob Melanson is having a career year that started with the Acadie Bathurst Teton before a late December trade sent him to the Western Conference leading Sherbrooke Phoenix. The six foot, 206 pound winger from Amherst, Nova Scotia is seventh in QMJHL scoring with 42 goals and 80 points in just 48 games. Let's hear from Jacob Melanson. With 17 goals and 36 points in 21 games, my next guest holds the longest active point streak in the CHL. From the fifth-ranked team in the Kia CHL Top 10 rankings, the Sherbrooke Phoenix, it's Seattle Kraken prospect Jacob Melanson. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm good. Pleasure to be here. Good, good. It's been 21 games since you arrived in Sherbrooke. Yeah, like I said, at least a point in every game so far. The team's 18-2-1 in that stretch. What made the move from Bathurst to Sherbrooke so seemingly smooth for you? No, there's a lot of lot of good talent here. Obviously, like my lines mates, like Joshua Wall, Jacob Brabenek, and before they got here, Ethan Gauthier and uh, Justin Gill. So it was an easy transition playing with great players. So that always helps the uh, kind of chemistry when you're playing with good players. It's a little bit easier to adjust. Yeah, how much how much easier is it when when you guys are on a, a run that you are and and you're performing the way that you are as well? No, it definitely makes it easier when you're playing good hockey. And we have a lot of guys that have NHL experience being at camp. So we have a lot of older guys as well. So it's, it really makes it fun just being around the guys and just bringing it every day. You've been traded before a couple of years ago from Quebec to Bathurst. Did that experience help you with what to expect this time around? No, definitely. You're kind of coming into a new team. Obviously, I knew a couple of guys from playing with them recently, but it's obviously a tough challenge coming into a new team and new coaches, new, new everything. So, but everyone was very welcoming when I came here and very happy to have me. So it makes the transition easy. Who is, uh, who's the first guy on the team to reach out to you and welcome you? I would say Marc-Andre Gaudet and Cole Hopkins, both, both players I played with last year in Bathurst. So it's obviously great to be back playing with them. What's been the the biggest change since coming over? If it's uh, an on ice thing, systems wise, or just off ice, adjusting to you know new area and and new city and stuff like that. No, obviously it's a little adjustment coming from uh, in Bathurst. It was definitely a French community, but we had a lot of English speaking players. And coming here, it's a it's a more French 
French feel, but it's obviously they're all great. They they uh, speak English to you and they they're very welcoming and obviously it's nice being able to see the city and kind of see new things that you don't usually see being from the Maritimes. And just I would just say the the bond we have, all the players just being together a lot after even being away from the rink, we're always together. So it's really nice. What what types of things did you guys do off the ice to try to come together as like one unit, you know, get to know each other a little bit more and just, you know, become better friends and stuff? I would just say like just the basic stuff, kind of go into the golf simulator once once in a while, bowling and movie nights and even going to play on an outdoor rink, just kind of being together. Like obviously when you, the good teams, you always hear after they win that it's not about one person it's about the team and that they're all brothers so that's what we're trying to build here and to win a championship you need that tight tight-knit group when uh stefan julian came back from the world juniors with with goche and heinz what was what was his message to you and and kind of the expectations that the team has for you obviously they had high expectations with what i did in the first half and but obviously you want to have expectations on yourself it helps you improve and perform at a higher higher standard so they had high standards for me and i feel like i came in here and i'm kind of showing them that they made the right decision in getting me at the trade deadline and it's been great the steph's helped me a lot in the last couple months just helping with the new systems and just finding my way here well, a couple of weeks back, you were you were in Bathurst for the first time since the trade. I know you'd already played them once, but uh, what was it like getting getting back to Bathurst and, and going into the visitors room this time? Well, it's obviously they when I first got traded there, there's a very welcoming organization and they kind of led my led me to success through the last couple of years. And I couldn't thank them enough. And Sly Couturier, that's now gone in Cape Breton, but. They, they were just amazing to me. I had great friends there that I played with, great billets. So it was awesome to just to have that experience and be able to play there again and even score a goal. So it was awesome. Yeah, two minutes into the game, scoring yeah. that goal. How, how did it feel to get that one in the back? Uh, of that it was definitely a relief going in there. You don't want to get shut out, especially against them. So it was nice to be able to get that off my chest and just just be able to play the rest of the game. Did uh, did you give a little speech to the boys before before that game or before the first time you faced them to try to get them a little bit more fired up too? Yeah, no, everyone knew that it was a big game, especially for me, Huckins and Goodet. We all want to beat them. So they were all pumped up wanting to get the win for us. So it was awesome. Well, like I've said a couple of times, a point in every game so far with the Phoenix, uh, a new franchise record, passing of all people, your line mate, Joshua Waugh, uh, were you aware of the record before you broke it? And and what did what did you and Josh say after after you did? No, obviously I knew I had I was probably pretty close to it, but you never know. I didn't really know anything of it until I got the twentieth one and broke it. I found out that night, but no, it was kind of funny being able to take it away from him. Obviously, he's a excellent player. Is what he showed at the World Juniors and what he's doing this year. So it's obviously nice. To, it's a good compliment to me to be able to pass a guy like that, but. It's just fun and games with them now. Obviously, a, a career year for you right now. Uh, what kinds of things did you work on in the offseason to take, you know, to take another step forward from from your really good year last year as well? Obviously, it's just a lot of a lot of skating work. I have a great power skating coach, Jessica Allen, back home. So 
we worked a lot on just kind of my edge work and getting the speed. Obviously, I'm a big, big guy, so I need to have as much acceleration and speed as I can to get out of corners and win puck battles. And then going into Kraken camp this fall, before you got sent back to Bathurst, what was their message to you? What did they want to see you do this year before making the next step? They just wanted me to keep uh, progression. They they said every year if you make a little bit of improvement or a big improvement, it's all the same. Just keep getting better every year. It's going to help me in the future trying to crack the crack in. And they just wanted me to keep uh, – we work a lot now with, like, my hitting and my hitting identity, so it's great. They're always there to help me, so it's an awesome organization. Yeah, how often do you keep – do they keep tabs on you or or do you reach out to them? Most week we have a – we used to have a Zoom call every week, and they're just great to me being able to kind of show me what I need to work on and stuff like that. So it's great having the support there. And seeing how good that organization is doing in the NHL this year, does it get a little bit more exciting knowing you're part of that organization? No, exactly. Being a new organization is not always the easiest thing to kind of come on, come out on top in the first couple of years, and they're doing a terrific job right now. So. You touched on a little bit earlier with the amount of uh, experience that you guys have. You know, seven NHL drafted guys. Gauthier expected to go in the first round this year. You know, you, uh, Gill, and Waugh are seven, eight, nine in Q scoring. How important, as we get closer to the playoffs, is it to have that depth and that experience in a lineup? No, it's everything that you need. You need that experience to be able to carry a team through uh, through the playoffs. It's going to be a tough ride. There's a lot of a lot of heavy teams in this league right now. So it's going to be a battle to the end. And having that experience is just going to give us one one notch up on other teams. Does it take a little bit of pressure off of you knowing that if you're not going to perform one night, that somebody else is there to pick up the slack for you? No, definitely. If we're not performing, we have the second and third line that are just as good as us. So it's nice to have that kind of depth in our lineup that if you're not performing, other guys can pick you up. And if they're not performing, you can pick them up as well. And special teams, another huge thing in the, in the especially in the playoffs, because scoring mm. chances are always at a premium. So how important is it? You guys have the, the third best power play in the CHL behind Kamloops and Saskatoon. So obviously it's rolling, but mm. how important is it to keep improving on that, knowing that chances are limited in the playoffs? No, definitely. The, Special teams is the biggest thing in going into playoffs. You need special teams to win championships. So we need to keep improving on that stuff. And if we keep going with that, it's going to be a very successful playoff. And you guys are a bit of an older team and, and you know, a, a big, strong back end as well. How how nice is it? How much confidence do you have in both of your goalies in St. Hilaire and, and Olivier Adam, you know, who had a huge uh, February? But knowing that they're there just in case something happens up front and you guys can rely on those guys no they're both excellent goalies they're both trustable goalies if we need a big save we know they're there for us and our defensive core is most of we have four or five out of our top six signed or four of them so just having that depth in our decor is huge you came from the Easter Conference. It seems like in the queue this year, it's like a four-headed monster right now. It's Quebec, it's Halifax, it's you guys and Gatineau really starting to pull away from the rest of the pack. So you came from the East where you got to play against Quebec and Halifax a little bit more. And now you're, you've got a – well, you guys haven't played Gatineau for a while, but you have two more games against them. How do Quebec and Halifax and Gatineau, how do they all kind of compare and similar or, or how are they different? 
Well, they're all great teams, obviously. They all have a lot of experience like us with the NHL. And it's just going to be a battle to the end, obviously. Like, we have two big games against Gatineau coming up, so we need those points. And I would say this is one of the – since I've been in the queue, the four top teams I've seen so far. Well, one of your former teammates is now on Gatineau and Riley Kidney, and he, and he's torching it right now as well. He's on a 17-game point streak with 46 points in that game. How much are you looking forward to facing him? No, it's going to be awesome. We played the last two years with each other, and we have a lot of chemistry together, and it's just going to be fun to kind of see him on the other side this time. What do you guys – how do how are you guys going to take those two games, um, you know, as a test to to get ready for the playoffs? And Because, you know, they're on a 13-game win streak right now. You guys are unbeaten in 12. No, it's going to be a it's going to be a battle, and we need to bring it like we do every game. It's no different than any other game. They're obviously a great team, but we have a great team as well. So we just need to play our way and not kind of let them take it over. Well, what is the the Sherbrooke Phoenix way this year? I would just say it's a hard hard nosed game. We have a lot of guys that can be physical and can play anywhere in the lineup. So I feel like we have a lot of depth in our physicality, and we. We play hard. It's never easy coming in here to play. Well, last year when you were in Bathurst, you play played with Liam and Riley Kidney. Yeah. This year in Sherbrooke, you're playing with Kalen and Ethan Goche. What's it What's it like playing with brothers? No, it's, it's awesome. You obviously see the chemistry they have with each other, so it's pretty cool. Obviously, last year in uh, exhibition, I got to play with Riley and Liam on the same line, so. It was pretty cool being in that kind of a sandwich with them and just seeing how they interact every day. They're, I don't have any siblings, so it's kind of cool to see the way they act with each other. Now, brothers, I have a brother and, and you know, I've seen many other siblings together and you, you get on each other's nerves. Have you ever seen them get on each yeah. other's nerves and have to get boys? Let's separate here. No, definitely. Obviously, you have those times when they get a little wild, but they're not too bad. You guys have 11 games left in the regular season. What, uh, what adjustments, what tweaks do you guys still have to make as you prepare for hopefully a long playoff run to a president's cup and a Memorial cup appearance? We just need to work on being more consistent every game. Obviously we're on a good win streak now, but there's some games we kind of let up on our, let up on the gas. So we just need to learn how to play a full 60 in and out every game. And, I feel like if we can get that down pat before playoffs, we're going to be a hard team to beat. Are Are you a superstitious guy? Not too superstitious, no, not really. So, so talking about this this streak that I've mentioned a bunch of times, it's not going to get in your head. No, definitely not. No. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> All right, so this weekend you've got Charlottetown on Friday, Quebec another big test on Saturday. What do you guys have to do in those two games to come out on the on the right side this weekend and and head into the the final home stretch just need to keep playing hard obviously charlottetown is battling for a playoff spot right now so they're going to come out hard and try to get those two points which they need so we just need to keep uh battling hard and kind of move win tomorrow and kind of move into saturday with a big team in quebec which big points there so is it nice to have a, a back-to-back at this time of year just to kind of get into that playoff mentality where you're going to have a lot of games in a short amount of time yeah, no, definitely. It's always, it's not the easiest thing to do playing two nights in a row, but it's obviously nice kind of learning, learning how you need to play. The next day is always going to be a little bit harder on the body. So you just need to play a little bit simpler and 
kind of keep it keep it easy awesome jacob thank you very much for doing this good luck in the rest of the way and and hopefully a, a real long playoff run for you guys no thank you for having me